Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Lexi, for today is philanthropia, philanthropia or charity. Being charitable can help your relationship blossom. How so? Well, giving together as a couple not only allows partners the opportunity to work on issues they care about, it also provides growth. An organization my husband and I share our philanthropia with is Feed6. We get so much satisfaction with volunteering our time for Feed 6 because it's a chance to spend time together making sure that a good amount of hungry people in the community are being fed. Philanthropia, or charity, it's as easy as time spent to help one another. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroniki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Thank you for listening to the Kefi Life Podcast, where weekly we inspire, lift, and share information and knowledge to help you balance in the mind, body, and spirit. Olekala, all is well. Today, we're celebrating the spirit of agape, love, what it means to put love into action. Why today? Because last year, late last year, I was invited to emcee this year's Moonstruck Gala with proceeds for Agape Charities in Naples, Florida. I want to share this very worthy cause with you. And to do so, I've invited the spiritual advisor and member of the Agape Charities Ministry and parish priest of St. Catherine Gregorthodox Church in Naples, Father Dimitri Mott. Welcome to Kefri Laugh, Father Dimitri. Kiki, it's great to be with you. And I love your expression, Allah. I try to think of that every day of my life. Awesome. You know, I, I thought of that, Father, because when I was in Greece, so many times you'd say to somebody in Greek, how are you? All is well. So if we can do that in life, I guess it's so helpful, right? That's right. We have to start off the day with positive thinking. Exactly. And that positive thinking can translate into so many different aspects of our life. Um, it's really awesome to have you here, Father. And of course, um, I love your name because my son's name is Dimitri. Such a great name. It is a great name, especially in the, the Orthodox Church, the Balkans. You hear of it commonly. I, I hope more Americans will name their children Dimitri. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it has such power because in our faith, we do talk about the saints and you are named after one of the greatest saints, um, Dimitri. So that's another topic, but 
love the name. And also you have a great voice. And I remember, I think I remember correctly that you at one time wanted to study Byzantine music. Did I get that one right? Yeah, I did. I did study Byzantine music. I uh, was a brave soul right after high school and I traveled to Thessaloniki. Um, and I, there I was able to take classes at the conservatory. And um, I was a fish out of water, but I really wanted to learn this ancient uh, and very much a lost musical form uh, that I love so much. So now you've you pique my curiosity with this ancient form of music. So you please have to share that with me and us. Byzantine music has its own musical system. The musical system is not of a Western staff for those who know a little bit of music. Uh, it's very much in characters. Um, it's, it, it's a language system in and of itself. And it was the musical system of the Byzantine Empire. Folk music, church music. Um, there, there was a time when you could be walking the streets and at a taverna, you would hear songs that very much were based on Byzantine musical principles. Today, unfortunately, you really would have to walk into an Orthodox church to be able to hear Byzantine music preserved and in its ancient form, but it's a unique musical system. Soon as you hear it, uh, you know it because it's unlike anything you would hear on the radio or anywhere else for that matter. But I think we're getting a little bit more um, coverage. You know, 60 Minutes doing a, a huge story on Mount Athos and, and, and the monks there in the monasteries that also preserve Byzantine music. And music, as we know, is good for the body and for the soul. And so, like every musical system, it is there to uplift us, to give us a feeling of hope, a feeling of rejuvenation, uh, and to inspire us. It evokes such emotion when I hear it. Now, I was raised hearing Byzantine music, uh, but it does evoke so much emotion. It does give you this sense of serenity, if I can say that myself. So today we're excited for you to continue the conversation and bring some light and hope to the audience about the conversation of agape, love. This word is so ginormous, if I can use that word. I don't even know if that's a word, ginormous. But first, let's talk about agape charities, mm -hmm. the ministries, the work, the principles. You're involved with this. Tell us about it. Agape Charities is a ministry of our St. Catherine Parish here in Naples, Florida. But from its inception in 2014, um, it grew very large wings. And its ambition uh, is very much fulfilling in, in its title of, of agape and love to be able to provide food, shelter, financial resources, and any kind of help to those in need here in Naples, but beyond. We have contributed to causes in the United States, uh, the, the Hawaiian fires last summer, the Greek earthquakes and fires that took place, really uh, our arms have stretched out far now to keep our community connected to local crises, such as Hurricane Ian, where we gave, um, we were able to to raise around $200,000 to help the victims of Hurricane Ian, uh, but also to global crises that are taking place as well so that we don't feel that we're somehow in a bubble, disconnected from the suffering of those in other parts of the world. 
I was I was in Naples, Florida when the hurricane hit, believe it or not. I know you were as well because you live there. And I'll never forget the next day trying to go out and get a cup of coffee. That's it, just a cup of coffee. Everything was closed. No people were around. You couldn't get some bananas or some food. And there are some people that live like that all the time. They don't maybe have the money or the resources to be eating or to live their lives. So I could see Agape Charities being a real lifesaver. And I mean that for so many people. It's so true. And I would say my own personal perspective um, was one of shock immediately following Hurricane Ian. Um, It also, when we go through times of crisis, right, as human beings, we're emotionally shaken up. Our perspective, our worldly perspective, perhaps shifts a little bit. We contemplate our own lives and our own destiny and certainly um, the world in which we live. I was inspired, though, I must tell you, in a very unique way that I did not anticipate. As a priest, at times, you know, we wonder. We come out and preach. We do our services. We try to offer the good word and hopefully give a a beautiful, inspiring message to people. But you wonder what impact, what effect it has on people's lives. And after the hurricane, immediately after, we heard of parishioners and people suffering in all kinds of of catastrophic situations. And our members of Agape Charity, um, our our parishioners, they stepped up to the plate without being called upon, without receiving a petition. They stepped up to the plate and we saw people rolling up their sleeves, getting in the muck, literally the muck in the thick of the waste after the storm surge, raising money, opening up their pocketbooks, and it inspired me personally, and I think all of us in this area, to see that agape is not just a catchphrase. To be loving, to express love, it requires doing something. It requires action on our part, and most especially action when people need it. Wow. That in itself is hopeful to know that when people go through crisis, that there are other people out there that use this agape or put this into play. Uh, With the Agape Charities Gala, we call it, or you're calling it the committee, is Moonstruck Gala. So let's talk a little bit about that. I'm really honored, excited, thrilled to be the MC. I hope I can do a good enough job. Well, you will. uh, Yay. Uh, But let's talk Oh, I, I, well, I think it's important to have a good time when we're trying to raise the money and help other people. And as you said, roll up our sleeves, everybody come together and help one another out. If we can have a little bit of fun and keffy in the meantime, why not? That's right. And it never, I, I never cease to be amazed after people either, you know, are physically doing something to help someone else or they donate or they, they participate in a fundraising, a charity fundraiser like this, that it gives them a good feeling. It gives them a feeling that somehow they have been able to contribute and have a positive impact on the world around them. And that also, it, it lifts us up. It lifts us up to, to believe that we have been able and, and be given the strength and the grace to be able to do something and have an impact on the world around us. 
And we're sort of called to do that, to help one another out. The gala is next, well, it's going to be this weekend, the 18th. Today is the 18th. And it's going to happen. The gala is on the 20th at the Vineyards. And I understand there's going to be music and caffeine and food and a lot of fun. It's going to be a wonderful event. Um, Our ministry, you know, as as time is going by and, and we're trying to outstretch our philanthropic works, uh, we're getting more attention. More people are hearing about this ministry. They're wanting to get involved. And I, I think, again, it gives a good feeling to people, whether they are a member of St. Catherine or they have heard or read about the philanthropic works of Agape Charities, they want to participate. People today, more than ever, they are opening their hearts, their minds to be able to help others, to be able to lend uh, a helping hand, but also a kind word and people want to see that there are, are, are good works going on. We are too brought down by the, the news around us globally and locally, frankly. And so we want to be a part of something that shows us the best of our humanity. About time. Why don't we start looking at the good side of things? The good, like the glass half full. My mother used to say, honey, if you have some lemons, make lemonade. Glass half full. That's exactly you right. Yeah, and, and it really is our perception, our view, our lens that we look through. What are we looking for? Uh, what are we trying to achieve? Exactly. Uh, point well taken. You used a word that I love, which is philanthropy. There's so many beautiful words in the Greek language. Philoxenia, philanthropia, if I said that right, agape. And it is just it, it is just bursting or burgeoning with concepts and ideas and um meanings of life. So let's take the big word agape and talk a little bit about that. Uh, There's different forms of agape. Agape is a very powerful word for us as Greeks and also as as Christians, because as we know, Greeks by and large, they they were amongst the first people to become Christians and receive the Christian message. And so agape has always been seen from ancient times as a form of love, but not just any form. It's always been seen as that 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 highest bar, the highest marker of love and the expression of love that we as human beings can offer to one another. And today, from our perspective, we preserve it as a love that is selfless, a love that is giving, a love that is charitable, a love that is merciful and compassionate. So everything that is forgetting the self and doing for others for the sake of helping them and benefiting them. That, that's our definition of agape. But, it, you know, the Greeks had a word and still have a word for everything. And so there were more words for love and its expressions in ancient times and to this day. Filial relationships came from the word philia, which is a friendly love. You know, a, a companionship, a friendship. It's nice. You know, it, it's it's a level of 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 caring and and, and relationship, but it's not that highest form. It's not that being ready to to step out and sacrifice one's life to save someone else. And then, of course, the uh, the the form of love that we all know as eros, and that's where that scandalous word erotic came from. <laughs> from the Greek word of eros, which is a physical form of love. It's, it's, it's physical, it's, it's pleasurable, it's, it's desire. It's very much about 
the self. It's self-fulfilling. And not to judge or beat down on that word, but it's a little bit different than agapi, where we are trying to empty of ourselves to do and to give and to love others. Wow. And you know who loved, and I know that you know this, who spoke about love in a very uh, deep way and also very impactful way was Martin Luther King. He, he spoke so beautifully about it in his speeches. And I think he was trying to bring people together through that word. When you have the embodiment of, of what agape is at its best in Martin Luther King and in others, sadly, throughout the ages, in that the ultimate sacrifice of love for the other to benefit someone else is to even be willing to give up your own life, to be able to save and benefit others. That, that level of sacrifice. And it's a willing sacrifice. It's not forced. To really love is, is to give of oneself freely. Father Dimitri, we appreciate this so much, talking about Agape, inspiring our audience, letting them know about the Moonstruck Gala, which will take place on Saturday, January 20th at the Vineyards in Naples, Florida. And I understand that there will be some great auction prizes or raffle prizes. There will be. It's going to be a feel-good event with many opportunities for people to have a great time, win a few trips or a few amazing prizes, but to go home knowing that they have tangibly, in a very real fashion, helped the suffering, help those in need in our world. And that should give us a sense of peace that while there are bad things happening, there always have been, and there probably always will be some level of of suffering in our world. There's so many great things happening around us, and we can be a part of these great things, and we can feel good about any level of contribution that we can make towards helping helping others and really living out philanthropy from philos and anthropos, helping one another, helping our fellow human being. Excellent. I wonder, is there a website or somewhere, if people can't come to the gala, of course, because there are people from all over the world listening, uh, let's say they have been inspired by this conversation and they want to donate to Agape Charities. Agape Charities has a website, which is agapecharities.com. And there you can learn about what we continue to do as a ministry. You can donate Uh, You can contact me or any members of our committee to see how you can get involved. Uh, But most especially, we hope that through this ministry, uh, we are able to touch others' hearts and for them to feel the love of God and to feel the love uh, of their fellow people, because ultimately we are here to help one another. Well, you have been a very special guest, and I ask all my special guests a question And the question is this, if you could answer it. The question is, Father Dimitri Mott, in my life, I've learned that. We can accomplish nothing alone. We can accomplish nothing alone. In order to be whole as human beings, we need each other. That's what I've learned in this life. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you at the gala. Thank you, Kiki. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment 
brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. I believe that we are better together when I accept who you are and how you have come to be, when I accept your choices and you accept mine. When we find ways to cross the divides that lay between us and speak words of love that connect us. The divides were built by the fear, pain, and judgment, and it's now time to release all of those. We are better together. How will you cross the divide? Or like Allah, all is well, when you think about and possibly consider the words of Shelley McNamara. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.